You are now tuning into Hey Is Me, Jess B presents Unapologist, a podcast dedicated to my journey on healing holy, finding purpose in my passions, and living unapologetically. everybody it is me Jess B and we are having our first episode of Soul Sister Sit Down with the Miss Lovely Raven Edwards thank you so much um I want us to one take a chance to sit down and talk to other women entrepreneurs um especially black women just to hear about their different businesses how they got started um their whys and like you know offer encouragement to other black women who are out there wanting to do the same things um Fortunately for me, this lovely, lovely woman is my cousin, okay? Um, And so she was the first person I thought about when I thought about launching this this new uh, uh, venture into Hey Is Me, Jess B, and uh, Unapologist. All right, so Miss Raven, who are you? Who is Raven Edwards? Hello, everyone, and thank you, Jess B, for inter or introducing, but also inviting me. Um, it is a pleasure, of course, just being family, but then also seeing you grow and evolve in the work that you're doing as well. So excited to be here today. And so who am I? Uh, that is a loaded question, um, but a great question. And the first thing that honestly comes into my head when I think who I am is uh, really just being family oriented and faith uh, oriented. Those are two things that I, I truly stand on and um, kind of to the core of who I am, um, what keeps me going, what motivates me and and my why, if you will. So definitely uh, family is something that's very important to, to me. Um, as as well as my faith, and um, also just being uh, community driven. I think uh, from a very young age, just the the um, uh, morals sound super intense, but just the characteristics that my parents um, really instilled in me, just from seeing how they interact with people, um, really just made me be like that that nurturer, that person like take care for people. Um, so really being community oriented and, and uh, loving to engage with people is something that also is, is at the core of uh, who I am. Okay, girl. Thank you so much. And I can attest to the faith in the family, especially the faith, y'all, because she is an extent. In addition to my prayers, I also request hers. Um, and I also request our cousin pastor, uh, the smaller rebuild so thank y'all in advance all right so um the first question I kind of want to get into is so what motivated you to start your brand craving juice yeah so uh it's actually a a funny slash long journey but for for today's purposes uh, we'll keep it uh, cute and short and cute. <laughs> but for really what motivated me is um, I've always really been into um, uh, holistic methods to to address some of the like chronic disease and issues 
that um, are just going on in the world that we're seeing that are like really prevalent in um, our communities, especially African-American communities um, with diabetes, growing up and seeing uh, family members and friends with um, diabetes and hypertension and high cholesterol and uh, just really being impacted by that. I've always really been interested in uh, holistic methods in general. And uh, last year or the year before last, excuse me, I know we're 2022, 2019. <laughs> it's um, all right. It's all I'm like, I don't know where we are. Who, who am I? Um, 2019, I um, was going through some health issues of my own and I started to just eat, change my diet and became like more of a plant-based diet. And with that, I was like, oh, I should start juicing. One of my other cousins um, reached out to me. She's also like into the holistic methods. And she was like, you should really start with buying this juicer. Like I have one, um, I juice. I think you'd be really, you know, you'd be into it and you do do well at it. And it'd help of course with your health. So um, they were running a sale and I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna invest in my health. So for originally it was just me investing in my health and um, just taking it a little more seriously, I think. So when I, I got that first juicer, um, I started juicing for myself. And as well as the, I mentioned, I was doing the plant-based diet. So I was doing that. And, um, you know, like mentally and, and spiritually, I was just in a really good place. Um, and I felt good. And physically, I felt good as well. But a lot of people saw the physical because I ended up dropping like 20 pounds. Pounds. So they saw that I was, you know, they're like, what are you doing? Like, you're, mm -hmm. you're losing a lot of weight, you know, uh, what's going on? And, and it wasn't for me, it wasn't just about the physical, it was about, you know, every, every aspect of it, um, just like the whole, whole body and, and just the holistic methods. And so um, as people began to reach out, they were like, hey, could you make me a drink for this? Or could you um, make me a, a wellness shot for, for this? And I just started doing it for friends and family. Um, and then one day I was like, maybe I should start, like, turn this into a business. It's something that I love to do. Like, even before I got the juicer, um, when my friends or family got sick, I'd make them up like a little concoction, uh, uh herbal tea or just something to, to help with their, their sickness. Um, so it was something that was normal for, for me to do. And I was just like, you know what, maybe this could be something bigger than, um, being the kitchen doctor, if you will. <laughs> right. Okay. So you took your talents. And wanted to share them out with other people. We love to see yeah. it. So um, knowing where you started, okay? So you got your first juicer, started for you. And you say, you know, I, I need to help the people. I need to get out here and serve. Because you know what I'm saying? I'm always doing what? Serving God's people. God's work, serving <laughs> God's people. Okay. All right. And so with that, how has your business grown over time? Yeah, so originally I, I launched in 2020 in October of 2020 was the official launch. Um, but up in, I really would say I started, if you will, in more of the May rent, uh, uh, month. Um, but it was more for, like I said, just friends and family um, solely. That was when I started like charging people to, to actually um, for the juices before I was just, you know, out of, you know, my labor of love and passion to do it. Um, but October is when I launched to, to the larger public. And originally it did start off with friends and family and word of mouth um, to now the point where we're expanding. We are in different farmers markets. We do different vendor uh, events um, as well as there are several times where I'm, I'm doing pickup events for local pickups for the juice. And there are people that I've never, never seen, never heard 
um, heard of. And I'm like, how are you hearing about Craven Juice? And some of them are like, I just, you know, Googled it. Or um, one of my friends tagged you in a post and uh, this is how I heard about you, which is a, certainly a, a big shift from starting from very local and, and just working with friends, family in the, I'm in Raleigh, um, but working in the Raleigh-Durham area is like my major catchment area, if you will, in, in, in this season. But um, of course, praying uh, to expand to, to a larger group of people, but it just really built, I think, through word of mouth um, and of course, social media, through Instagram, um, Facebook, uh, and in the, in the site. All right. We love to see it, um, especially the growth. Um, you know, me, I'm team warehouse, but you know, as a small small business, you know, that's what my vision is for, for you. Okay. So in addition to this business, you also do something else. So um, what do you do? Yeah. So um, I do work full time now and it, I, for anybody aspiring to be a business owner, um, I will tell you it is hard work to, to work full time and to own a business and um, put in your all in both of those things. Um, but it certainly can be done. You've seen, we've seen several, several people do that and do it well. So um, that's just a little side, side note, but for my job, I actually work for a small nonprofit, well, it's a larger nonprofit called No Kid Hungry. And um, we focus on our overall mission is to end childhood hunger. And I specifically work with our early childhood group um, or, or population, the age zero to five. So a lot of the work that I do is just really um, programs surrounding making sure that um, children in our population or in that zero to five population have access to food, food is available for them, that it's affordable for, of course, the parents as well. Um, and um, just advocating for, for different policies to continue moving, um, moving the needle, needle, excuse me, as it relates to food uh, security and making sure that um, every child has uh, fresh, healthy, um, nutritious meals to, to eat on a daily basis. So that's my, uh, what I do in my nine to five job. So that nine to five sounds very impactful. One and two, very, um, let's say, you know, doesn't leave a lot of room for other things. So you having this business and your full-time job, how do you make the two work? Because they both are very, very, you know, I, when I get there for juice day, I see the work. So how do you balance the two? Yeah, no, that's a great question. One, I will start off by saying that it's nice that my um, passions kind of overlap of like my passion for food and using food as medicine um, as uh, as options to some of our health concerns. And then that really overlapping with the, the work that I do in my, my daytime full-time job, if you will. Um, uh, so the, I think being passionate about both of those things is what kind of fuels me to, to keep going in both areas. But, um, to be honest, it is very difficult to, to manage both. And you have been in my corner and keeping me straight about like, these are things I'm like, Shade, you need to have your calendar set up. You need to write your list down. These are some things that you need to be doing to, to be better organized and, um, for me, those things, uh, when I do those things, put those things into actual practice, 
um, they really make it make it make running the business a lot easier. So it, it feels like a lot of pressure when I'm not writing down my list or I'm not planning out my content um, or I'm not um, just uh, planning for the actual juicing, shopping, like the very um, minute things that you think like you don't need to write down, but you actually need to like write down and plan out. So when I plan out those things, it makes it a lot easier for me to, to manage the both. But then also having a support system is another huge, um, uh, huge value add in being able to manage both. I have a, like my family and, and you included, um, uh, they're very supportive in helping me with the business. So like at any given time, you know, if I have a large event, I'll call up my, a couple family members to come over here and help me juice. And <clears throat> they come help me juice, get some free juice, <laughs> get a free lunch and uh, really help, help the business keep running. And of course, in my mom as well, she is extremely helpful in keeping me organized and do the shopping and inventory. Like she keeps, keeps me on track. So having those people that uh, can kind of push you and motivate you to continue um, like continue moving forward is, is key. And then that support system as well. Right. So those, the people, the systems, the support, all of that allows for you to be able to get it done because they both all, they align with your passions. Um, and I tell you what you need to start doing is the behind the scene footage, because <laughs> I'm telling you Aunt Linda and Aunt Robin, okay, y'all, <laughs> If you know them, you know them. If you don't, you know them, you know them. Know it's a good time. Um, so knowing that, even with all the support, even with all the love, even with all of everything, have you ever doubted yourself? And if so, how have you um got rid of that doubt? How, how have you quieted that doubt? Because a lot of times, and me as an entrepreneur, you also have seen my journey with I'm doing this and I'm doing well. And then I started to tell myself, like, girl, what the hell? No, you shouldn't <laughs> be doing happening? that. You, you know what? You're not good enough. And then I, you know, basically retreat and then I build my confidence back and here I am again. And so it's like that self-doubt always has me teeter-tottering. Um, and it's something that I feel like I've been working on for a while um and it's a it's a forever journey so how do you personally not let self-doubt hinder you yes uh that's a great question um I'll start with the like the first part of how like or have I ever doubted myself and I will start by saying yes for sure I think even before and I uh I feel like a lot of people probably struggle with this as well. Before I even launched my business, I was struggling with like, should I launch it? Like I, like I mentioned, I was doing stuff in May and it took an all the way until October um, for me to launch. And it was like, you know, I'm not ready yet. Like I need this. I don't have this. I need to uh, start my Instagram. I need to get these labels. I need to get all my labels and make sure, you know, just so many different excuses at the time. Um, they, now that I look back, I know that they were excuses, but I also was a form of me doubting, like, am I, am I ready? And like that, um, what do they call it? Like, uh, paralyzation by like not moving, um, and, and not moving forward. So it was like, I was like stuck in the place of like trying to prepare so much that I had paralyzed myself from actually, uh, launching, launching the business. So there are definitely, I would say that at the beginning, and then there's moments where, 
Um, like one week you sell, I know you can resonate, you sell five, 10 journals, the next week you'll sell no <laughs> journals. Literally. <laughs> the same thing for that for juice. Literally. Like I'll do like I'll get a really big order, like people like order a cleanse, like get 10 people order a cleanse, and then the next week, um, like literally this week I had one order. And so, like in those moments, you're like, okay, like, am I doing the right thing? Is this uh what I need to be doing? Like, I know God called me to this, but like am I, am I walking the path that I should be walking and doing the things that I should be doing? Um, so how I deal with that self-doubt, I I mean, I know I mentioned I'm a, a, a woman of faith, um, but really just leaning into like his promises and, and what he's told me about, um, who I am and who I am in him most importantly. So, you know, it's about the things that I'm doing and the gifts that he's given me, using them to, to glorify him and just being reminded that, um, that he will, his plans are to prosper and not harm me. And so when I think about that, I'm like, okay, you said I'm a prosper, Lord. Like mm. <laughs> you said I'm a prosper. Mm. So um, I'm a, even if I'm selling one, I sold one pack this week. Even I'm a prosper in that one pack and we go back to that, you know? So uh, really just, um, and thinking about the, the why of why you started it in, in the first place. And my why was never like, I want to make, well, I'm not going to say my why was I didn't want to make money because we all want to, to make money, but it's like my why was never rooted in money. I, I, so, so that's why, that's what keeps me going um, in, in those moments where it's like, do I still want to do this? Where we sitting in the kitchen, it's been five hours and we still uh, twisting them caps on the bottle. <laughs> Clean it up and, and all right. the things. So yeah. Right. Okay. Well, we love to see it. And um, especially with you being a black woman who started your business. Um, and we come from a family of um our grandmother was a single mother. She raised what nine kids on her own. So with that within itself, um, she already had a lot of um, stereotypes and negativity and um, basically a lot of people were was not expecting for her kids to have went out and did what they did a lot of them went out and got college degrees and a lot of them they got good jobs but they decided to be at those jobs for up 10 years and our generation um, we decided you know what we ain't doing all that um we you know you I and our other cousins and my siblings like people tapped into the entrepreneurial spirits um but specifically you as a black woman how has that influenced craving juice yeah I will say I'll start with just us and like our our family of um, people that are entrepreneurs and if you would have asked me a year ago even well I mean two years ago um, if I would have started my own business I would have definitely been like mm, no that's that's just not in the cards for me I don't see what I would be doing and how I would be doing it and just thinking of the nuances of, of running a business um, in general it wasn't something that I thought that that was like my passion, if you will. But walking in it now, it's like, like this is something like you mentioned our family, like the, this is like um, that hustler side of our family where it's like, we gonna do what we gotta do <laughs> to, to make something shake in, in, in any moment. And so um, that's always something that 
um, I, I look back on in our at our family and just I'm proud of, like you said, just our different family members and what they're doing and um, how they're doing it. And all of us are doing very different things. It's not like we all have the same same gift of like, we all like making juice. Like we all have that spirit of um of wanting to to I think it's really that nurturing spirit of wanting to to connect and and care for people um but then uh, the business side of it as well but as a as a black woman I think in this space um it is it's important to to have representation in any kind of field or sector like you in I mean we just hear stories about um, how children get excited when they see doctors that look like them or the dentist that looks like them or a teacher even um, that looks like them and how that um, really changes or can change the trajectory, trajectory of how they um, interact with that specific topic or just in general, their confidence um, in going to the doctor, going to the dentist. And so that's, I think, one, one thing that's encouraging for me in this space, like the wellness um, juice space is that there's not a lot of, of Black women um, or Black people in general in the space. And so to see um, um, and to have like just the creative, the creativity that I think we bring to the table um, really elevates um, the, the spaces that we're in. And so in the juice space, like being able to, to elevate and, and really focus on, for me, I'm like, I want to make sure that I have uh, bold flavors um, that are nutritious and healthy and taste good. Like I, I've tasted several juices where you taste it and you're like, this is just not good. Like I know it's supposed to be good for me, but I just don't taste good. And I just don't want, like, I don't want that to be craving juice. I want you to come like any person, like any juice enthusiast is what I call it. Like can come to craving juice and find something that they like, um, that's good for their body. And so I think taking that extra step of creativity to like, not just do the, the, um, not just do what's normally done, but take it to the next level is something that, that sets us apart as, um, uh, black women in, in general. And I'll just tell a little side story. Um, as I was, there was one day I used to, to order, um, smoothies from this, uh, from this business because I, I love drinking smoothies and this is before I started my business and I, I love drinking smoothies and, um, but it was at that time where I was just super busy. So I needed like the, the smoothies that were kind of pre-made, you put your milk in, uh, blend it and go on. And so I had an encounter with this business um like just a really bad experience and their customer service was also bad like I reached out and I was like hey like I've given you several chances <laughs> and um let's try to like rectify the situation so we can move forward and they were just like honestly did not care about me as a as a consumer and so I I stopped um patronizing with them and it, in my head I was like I can start a bit like I can do this. I this can do this day. better than it, <laughs> right? And I can do this better than it. Just the customer yeah. so service alone, and just being nice to people, um, as well as. Um, uh, but after that experience, I looked for I googled black owned uh, businesses like smoothie businesses that ship ship like nationwide, mm -hmm. and I didn't find any. And so that was like another motivator for me, where it was like, okay, like this is there's a there's room for all of all of our gifts. Um, but I, I just saw an opportunity. It's like there's room for for me in this space. 
Um, and I need to be, be confident in that. And I've started with juice and I have been doing smoothies on the side, trying to ramp up the smoothie uh, side and testing those out with, with different people. Um, but that was just like a, a story that I always point back to that. That's another one of those things that like continues to motivate me. Cause it's like, you can do this. Like you, there's room for you in this, in this, um, in this field. So, yeah. Okay, we love to see it. And I can attest to the representation because you know our family is from the South and it is bacon, fatback, grease, you know. And our family also has, um, you know, history with diabetes, hypertension and all those things. And people like to say that it is hereditary, but it's more so based on eating habits. So if your whole family lives in one area and they eat all the same things, they're more likely and more prone to have the same health issues. Um, And so knowing that about our family and knowing that you um, are somebody who step outside of the norm and you look for healthier options and you try to show the family like, look now, we do this too. We yes. drink juice. Yes, too. we do. <laughs> Granted, you still working on me and them beats. <laughs> we working on it. We working but, on it. I'm gonna like find a concoction. Work. Right. We're working <laughs> on different concoctions, but the representation is there. And I think because you started the business and now like even our uncles are drinking your juice and they don't like nothing. That's, <laughs> that is true. They don't like nothing. So the fact that you know, you are a black woman doing this. Other people's uncles and other people's aunts and grandmas or whoever they looking at you too. Like, all right, well, if she's drinking, if she says good, then I, I might give it a go. Um, so just continue to use um your black girl magic to you know share that out there, get your gifts, you know, help heal people through your juice, through um through feeding them, serving them. Uh, all right. And so that goes into my next question about, so what advice do you have for other black women wanting to turn their passions into startup businesses? Because a lot of women sit on a guest because they won, they're scared to move. So they paralyze themselves. And, and I like to use this example when I'm talking to people in my business, like when I talk about how, you know, I promoted to the fifth rank out of eight in the company. And then all of a sudden I felt like I just stopped. Um, I felt like, like, you know, like, am I good enough to do this? Like, oh my God, am I qualified? And I just felt like I was just standing there waving my hands, like somebody help. Like I want to be great, but um, somebody come get me. I feel like a lot of women are doing it to themselves. They, they can see themselves being great, but they, they want that, that help somebody to come get them, somebody to come save them essentially. I mean, there are some people who feel like, okay, well, I don't have the followers. I don't have the support. There are so many reasons as to why women, especially black women sit on their God-given talents. So can you speak to the people, um, who needs to hear this? Cause somebody gonna need to hear it in some form of fashion. She's going to be speaking to you. Uh, so what advice do you have for them? Yeah, so um, the word that I was trying to think of earlier was analysis paralysis. So it's like you're analyzing so much that um, it paralyzes you from from moving and uh, like the overthinker um, type person. And and that's kind of the the, um, who you were describing in that first category of it's like, I don't know if I'm ready to move or um, I don't think um, 
there's room for me in, in this space. So many other people are doing it. And, and my advice really would be to, to just start, um, especially if you have something that, um, uh, that God has given you a, a passion um, and, and gift for is, is really to just start and um, see where it goes. Like it may be, it may be um, you see that like you start your business and then it forms into something else, maybe like a consulting, like it may not be you selling services um, to, to uh, direct to consumer. It may be you partner up with somebody or you realize that you work better in that set setting. Um, but I think one thing that we do is because we we don't start we don't know where we what our potential could be mm -hmm. so it starting i think is the the key and for me uh craven juice was started one of my um close friends she was like i'm just gonna post your juice online today you need to start and i was just like no i'm not ready like don't post it and she literally posted it her name is chef natale gay bryant um and she's also a a black women business owner in the um food space and so she was like raven like I see like your gifts that you have and, and you're ready. You just don't see it because you haven't started yet. And I just kept telling her, like, I don't think I'm ready. I don't think I'm ready. And um, she posted it. And next thing you know, we, here we are. <laughs> and, and I think the, the just starting is the hardest part. Like it's very similar to being motivated to uh, work out. Like, just getting started is like the the heel like you just look at the the treadmill or whatever the gym and you're just like I just don't want to do it but like that first day that you actually go is like what starts the trajectory of like wanting um and being passionate about overall all wellness whatever um but same thing for the business I think once you just get started you see like oh, okay like I can do this like you know, I mean, can't, I can't run five miles today, but that's something I may be aiming towards. Like I'm a walk, I'm a walk a half a mile is to start, um, and aim towards something. So I think just getting started would be, uh, the major advice I would say, and then also setting goals mm -hmm. for yourself. Uh, I think those goals are not only like benchmarks that you can be working towards, but then also things that can, in those moments where you have that, that doubt that you can look back to, to be like, man, like I set this goal in, uh, 2020 and I accomplished it. Like, I didn't even know, I didn't think I was going to accomplish it, accomplish it. That was one of those lofty goals. Um, but to look back on those, uh, goals that you have accomplished and, uh, also areas for growth. So I've set some goals for Craven Juice for 2020 and a lot of them I hit and, and went uh, like past my target, but some of them I didn't hit. So now I'm looking at it this year, like, okay, I didn't hit that goal. Um, like, why didn't I hit that goal? And how can we hit that goal this year? So uh, setting the goals is really helpful in seeing, uh, seeing your growth and seeing where you, you need to go as well. So just start. Get on out there. Sometimes it takes the first step. I think we let ourselves get intimidated by this, this uh, vision that we have in our heads about where we should be or right. where, we, where we want it to go. And then we start to think like, okay, I, I don't know if I can get it to go there based on where I am right now. And so when you're standing in your now, like you're not giving your chance, uh, yourself a chance to be who you're going to be because you're standing in the now. You're refusing to move forward. And, you know, I mean, God can't do too much work with you when you're standing in, in, in that one place. Like, come on, you got to... 
take some baby steps. Gotta take some steps. And so um, that's advice for um, others, also myself. Um, but right. that's right. <laughs> yeah, and me. Um, you know, I'm very transparent about my walk with entrepreneurship. Um, and so I'm just very grateful to, again, have that reassurance and that advice of, um, you know, just start, just get out there. Like I started with this. Like I texted you the other day, said, can you please be my first guest on Social Saturday? Sit down, please, <laughs> please. So I first, thank you so much. All right. So I know it's ready to wrap it up. I know you've been working hard teaching your courses um, oh, you know, and all of that. Right. And it up is also the weekend. You got to get your juices prepped. Um, so go ahead and give us a rundown of the products, what they are, what are the benefits, what's all that, and where can we get them? Because that's the most important thing. Like I'll be hollering like, you like juice, you like juice, you like juice. <laughs> um, so yeah, go ahead and give us a rundown of the menu, the benefits, all of that. And um, how can we get craving in our hands? Or in our fridge, or, or right in our mouth, because some people don't even wait until they get home to drink it. <laughs> that is true. They popping it open as soon as I hand it to them. They like I I hand it to them. That's right. So, um, uh, rundown of the juices. So my juices are um, cold pressed juice, uh, all natural, no sugar added, no preservatives added, no water. Um, just when you think about uh, all natural juice, straight fruits and vegetables. So we're taking fruits and vegetables, putting them through the juicer, and that's the, the juice that you're getting. No um, hidden, hidden uh, things in it, just fruits and vegetables. And um, so that's the basis of um, the basis of the, the products that I'm selling and they vary per season. So um, I really like to am an advocate for uh, using the fruits and vegetables that are in season um, because that's when you get the most nutrients out of them uh, when they are in season. They're also easier to find um, and they taste the best when they're, when they're in season. For example, like you can find apples year round, um, but they're best in like the fall going into to winter season. Um, especially for like apple ciders and stuff, uh, things like that. So the juices that I have on hand right now, uh, these would be our like winter months um, is what I would kind of classify them as. Um, I have my rising grind, which is a, a drink that's really great for, I, I recommend for, for morning times. Um, it's really good for energy um, and really just getting that day started. It's very similar to the name. It has oranges, pineapples, um, gingers, which, which is where that, that energy comes from apples. Um, and that's the one that I would recommend, um, for, for the, any juice enthusiasts, if you're just starting off, um, thinking about doing cold pressed juice, that is one of the juices that I would recommend. It's, um, really packed with flavor, but also, um, has that little ginger that can add the, the nutritional benefits as well. Um, my so fresh and so green, which is the the green juice that everybody, if you have a, if you like juice, uh, you love a good green juice. And um, if you're new to juicing, those are the juices you're like, I don't know if I want to try it. You know, it's green, uh, but the the green juice, I, I spent a lot of time in the kitchen, literally um, putting together that recipe to make sure that it tasted good. Like I wanted it to to have the nutritional benefits of having uh, those greens added. So it has kale and spinach. Um, but also making sure that it's something that you can like, you can take like, oh, I'm going to take this juice. I'm going to drink it. It's not something I have to like hold my nose or like mix into something else. Right. Um, although you can do those things, but um, making sure that you can take it and drink it alone. So it has kale, spinach, apple, celery, lemon, and ginger. 
That's another one that's really good for anti-inflammation. A lot of my drinks um, are good for anti-inflammation because as I, I mentioned, one of the things as I was um, beginning to explore my own health journey and things that were working for me, anti-inflammation was at the, the top of the list. So a lot of the, the drinks I do make are anti-inflammatory. Um, and then my beets by Cray. So those three juices are the juices that you'll see year round. And the, that one has beets, carrots, apple, um, and lemon. And we, we know beets are not your favorite. They're my favorite personally. They really, they really are good for, um, digestion and inflammation, um, lowering like, uh, heart disease and, and addressing some of those chronic diseases that, that we have talked about it. Um, and so those three drinks are my like main drinks. And then I rotate typically out two drinks, um, uh, seasonal drinks. So right now I'm running apple tude, which is a, a um, similar, very similar to apple cider, which is apple and lemon. And that is really good for digestion. I tell people like, if you need to, um, you know, we don't like talking about bowel movements in our community, but like you need to be having bowel movements on a regular basis. And <laughs> if you need to have one, definitely drink a you at apple tude um, and that'll help you uh, help get your system moving and, and get you going to the bathroom. Um, but it also tastes good. And then um, I'm also running my uh, mint condition and grapefruit. So I'm doing three. So the mint condition is a, is a fan Tell favorite. Tell them about the mint condition. <laughs> Definitely a fan favorite. It's getting ready to roll off soon. So I already don't know. Don't tell me that right Knocking now. on my door like, no, where's the mint? Don't tell me that right now. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. So mint condition, it, it has mint, uh, pineapple, apple, and pear and pears are a really good winter fruit um and then mint is a herb and fun fact we actually grow the mint right outside here in my little little garden out there so we go pick the mint out there and uh use that to for for the the mint condition juice and it's really uh refreshing and a uh, really good juice for inflammation as well so um and then the last one is just grapefruit i personally love grapefruit it's an acquired taste um, but that's another one that we're running for that is in season and that we're running. And so where you can find the juice is, um, I do local pickups and I do vendor events. So, um, if you follow me on Instagram at Craven juice, um, you can see where I'll be located, whether it be at a vendor event, but you can always check our website, which is, uh, cravenjuice.com. And I do local pickups where you order online. Um, for example, say you order today and then most of my pickups are on Sundays, um, you can pick up at a local location on Sunday. I usually have locations in Raleigh and closer to Durham, um, but I am also, if you DM me, um, if there's a closer location that we can can find that works for both of us, I, I'm willing to do that as well. So hoping to, one of the goals for Craving Juice this year is to expand to shipping. I've been getting a lot of questions about shipping mm -hmm. um, to different areas. I have family members that are across the state and they're always asking, like, when are you going to ship? Like, I'll put me on the list. Um, so that is one thing that we're looking to expand to um, in 2022. So stay tuned for that. I'm excited about that. And even though I don't like beets, y'all, I still like the juice, okay? <laughs> there is, there has, been nothing, there has <laughs> been nothing that that Craven Juice has made that I have, was like, oh, no. Like, uh, <laughs> like I drink it all. I drink everything, y'all. And what I love about my cousin is that she's always trying different things. Um, trying y'all, we even juice white grapes, trying to make some white grapes. 
this is not the best. Um, <laughs> it, we're gonna blame it on the grapes. It turned out good. The next day it was it, better. The next day it was it. better. The it next day it was it. better. But <laughs> just the fact of just knowing there's so many different fruits and vegetables and combinations and and what to do. Um, in regards to how to help people like people can legit call her and say okay well i'm struggling with x y and z and she has something for them and so that's just so uh beautiful again because there's a lot of unspoken things in our own community in our own family that we address with juice okay with food with our journals with with literally everything that um i feel like we our family has been creating um has been to continue to deconstruct those generational curses um and just redefine health success love faith like all those things um for ourselves um which is very awesome um so i know we've been on here talking for a good little minute I know you got to go get ready for your order. So I just wanted to say thank you so much for taking the time to hop on tonight for my very first Soul Sister Saturday sit down. Um, yeah, I can envision many more to come. Um, may one day be on my actual talk show. So who knows? Um, thank you. What are you? What are you? With the the shoulder pads? What are you? But... (laughs) Thank you so much. Um, and for everybody else, please make sure to go follow her on at Craven Juice on Instagram. Um, like her on uh, Facebook. And y'all go, if you had the juice, go leave a review on Google. Yes, my girl is on Google. So please yes. make all that happen. And while you're at it, make sure you're following me at HeyIsMe underscore Jess B um, on Facebook, TikTok, um, Instagram, especially just any platform. Go ahead and add me. Um, so Y'all have a great night, day, whenever you're watching this. All right, goodbye.